welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, sometimes with cats. You'll have to deal with this fake cat, because the real cats are sleeping away somewhere else. None of them are in frame. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz, with us tonight, Zach. Zach with a Z, not Sack with an S. I didn't <laughs> say Sack. Peter! Hi. And Tom. I am. You gross-ass bitch. Uh, first up tonight on the docket, the book of Boba Fett. Tom, are you caught up? Um, up to episode six, yes. That's all the episodes. No, there's seven. There's seven episodes. Oh, he's up to six? Yes, there's one episode. episode. He did oh. not. It's been out for a week. I didn't watch it. Let's yeah. be proud that he's even up to six. He's up guys. to six. It's pretty good. I'm, 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 That's progress. I'll let I'll let you guys start because I have feelings. Well, how far are we going? Are we going all the way through seven, or are we just going up to six? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Tom's just gonna go stand out in the field with Ashley's head. Um. <laughs> actually it's all blended together a little bit I forget which one was actually ep- from episode 6 um, I think so. <laughs> oh, so, 5 was the one game. that was all about Mando <laughs> well, we 6 just... is the episode where they, we get creepy CGI Luke again we just talk about everything yeah um well, alright so we didn't talk we haven't talked about episode 5 yet so let's start there we talked about episode five. We did talk about episode five. I'm in episode yeah. six. Let's talk about. Let's there start there. <laughs> I had one major issue. Well, I didn't have. It. Well, I had, no, no. Okay, really, just one issue with that thing. Why okay. is I, I believe the in the absolute term that only Siths deal in absolutes. Yeah. And uh, Luke came out pretty hard with a "You gotta choose, bitch." Yeah, that was my problem too. And it's uh, we have to remember that this is still following the canon that no one liked where Luke is an absolute fucking failure as a teacher. But I thought um, they were fixing that. No, they're not. Great. Apparently not. We, we now know that they aren't fixing that. Yeah, uh, apparently not. Fantastic. So what do we get? We get the entire second season of The Mandalorian being essentially a pointless venture. Um, and any growth that might have come with these two characters is now gone. Goes with what two characters? Mando and Grogu. Mm, no, I don't know. That's not Grogu all gone. seems like he's learned a thing or two. Grogu is fifty years old, and I'm not talking about oh he knows how to like use the force a little bit better, right? I'm saying that these characters as characters can't grow anymore. They're they're gonna be stuck in this very static state now. Hmm. Grogu is 50 years old, still a toddler. He is easily going to outlive Mando, casually going to outlive Mando, and never quite mature. Yeah. Well, what I'm hoping, (laughs) and I don't think it's actually going to happen, but I'm really hoping they're playing a little bit off of uh, Empire Strikes Back. I am hoping this this little foray into uh, going to help Mando and go see him again it's kind of like Luke going to Cloud City on Bespin. Yoda tells him he's not ready. Don't do it. He goes, I got to go save my friends. I'm thinking, I'm hoping. 
I, I don't actually think this is actually going to be the case in any way, shape, or form. But I'm really hoping, and what they could do there is make this his best bid moment. And he decides, oh, I'm going to go do this, and then realize that he's woefully outgunned. But I don't think he's going to do that because he took down a Rancor. Um, I was hoping he was going to think he was woefully outgunned. It needs to go complete his training and go back and realize what he needs to do in order to really save those he loves. But I'm not, not I'm not confident that's what would happen. Especially yeah, especially after I saw him put a rancor to sleep. Yeah. No, that I, I think Grogu's time with Luke is now officially over. They just like they don't have confidence in the show, The Mandalorian, to exist without Grogu's ever pre- ever present. I I'm very annoyed actually that they decided to put those two back together. It, it seems really, like a cop out. Yeah. Especially with like, well, now I'm really confused too because some of the like some of the promotional material for the Mandalorian season three has like specific scenes of. Grogu building a lightsaber with Luke. Like they they put they made a poster like that, and I'm like, so now you're just assholes again. Tom, yeah. feelings. So you're telling me, at the end of the episode when we made him choose, Grogu does choose it. You guys spoiled this shit for me. Fuck you. Nobody cares about what you think, Tom. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Rude. He, he on, how, how dare you spoil this for me? He put on the little chainmail shirt, and you missed I it. I bet he did. Yeah, I bet he did. It's shiny. I would have too. He would have picked the shiny thing, right? We all know that Grogu's going to pick the shiny thing. I mean, I, I also kind of think it's shitty because, I mean, Luke, in essence, basically was like, yeah, you have to let go of your worldly feelings and stuff. But didn't, like, he try to protect his sister and oh yeah, we've shit through his whole life? Like, oh. yeah. Apparently, we have established that we're going to continue on the canon that Luke is really shitty at teaching other people about the Force. And well, and really... actually learning his own lessons, too. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, he doesn't really understand why he's good at the Force and has brought balance to it, quote-unquote. <laughs> but did he technically balance it? No, no Anakin Ray did. did. <laughs> Not even that. I mean, Vader did. Vader is the one who actually killed... Well, no, Vader Palpatine, didn't do anything. And then Anakin Palpatine. Skywalker did stuff. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um... Anakin is Vader. Same thing. No, Vader's bullshit. He killed your father. <laughs> So here's my feelings. One. Those are great feelings. Thanks. Mm. It was real fan servicey, and it like kind of annoyed me because don't get me wrong, I love Ahsoka, but I don't think she needed to show back up again in this particular um, format. It seemed um, unnecessary. Yeah. Although I understand why Cad Bane ultimately had to show up. I He looks weird. And his look didn't even bother <laughs> me. I just think it was one of those things they were like, oh yeah, people loved Cad Bane from the Clone Wars. Let's put him in there. I will say, I think then, the reason he looks so weird is because he's not in the stylized artwork version of the Clone Wars. He's right. An yeah. actual people. And then actual people they just kind of yeah like i feel like they just grabbed a bunch of characters that they were like hey let's just grab these people because people love them and we'll just throw them all in there and it'll be a great surprise because everybody loved when luke showed up so this will be great so well was the plan in the original clone wars always to have boba kill cad bane isn't that them just finishing off that old plot thread that never got released i think so yes right and yeah. that's, that's why i said although i understand why 
like ultimately and how it ended like it's still kind of like and then secondly after seeing the whole thing i kind of feel like you could have just given us mandalorian season three and taken the boba fett stuff and shoved it down into maybe two episodes and we could have had the book of boba fett part one and part two and called it a day yeah, but they wanted. They knew they would get more attention from a miniseries about Boba Fett. They, in fact, had 36% more viewers for the final finale of that than they had for the entire uh, season two of The Mandalorian. Yeah, because it's Boba Fett. Well, yeah, I really like Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. It doesn't matter that he wasn't really present or doing anything all that cool until the last episode. It's yeah, Boba like Fett. Yeah, like it was... Hey, he did some cool stuff in the first two episodes. Like, it was really, it was really slow going, <laughs> which, I was, which I was fine with. <laughs> Um, but then it kind of like, they geared us up for this great big thing. And then it was kind of like anti-climatic. Climactic. Whatever. You knew what I meant. Words. Yeah, but you said climatic. Like you're talking about the climate. Like climate. Ooh. <laughs> it was very, well, it was very tepid, <laughs> like the climate. Yeah. <laughs> uh. A bit. Yeah. I, I think that comes from, they probably realistically they probably should have done eight episodes so that we could get a little bit more than just one rushed long battle sequence yeah either the either it needed to be two episodes long or it needed to be eight episodes long put yeah. less in it or put all of it in there yeah give us more or give us less the amount that you gave us was unacceptable the, the amount you gave us was <laughs> awkward and stilted or like i said you could have shoved it all into mandalorian season three you could have had one episode, the Book of Boba Fett Part One, which was all the flashback bullshit. Then you could have done the, the in between Mando stuff we saw, and then boom, finish it off with the fucking battle shit. You could have done that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, like I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. I, I know that they were trying to get more views and everything because everyone's like, "Oh my god, Boba Fett!" But like. I was, I don't know, like, I ended up feeling very underwhelmed. I think the real reason they did this is because they don't know what they're going to do with The Mandalorian Season 3. They just know they have to make another season of it. Well, it's going to be I about think... him and him and Grogu going on this quest to the thing on Mandalore. Well, that's what I'm saying. I so think that he were... can be proper the Mandalorian Jesus. Even though, really, you have the Darksaber, tell the armorer to fuck off and do your own thing. Yeah, but he doesn't know he can do that because he's a foundling and not actually well, he, a Mandalorian. He kind of has the idea that he can do that, but... I think he also wants to do it right because he, he, he knows that Bo-Katan fucked it up. Yeah, he thinks that th that cult is the true Mandalorian way, so he's going to go with them, not be these offshoot motherfuckers who take their helmets off like weirdos. <laughs> Apparently Pedro Pascal wasn't even on set for like most of the two episodes that he was in like when he was just by himself. He was just doing voiceover from a booth. Because <laughs> those were two very stunt-heavy episodes that he was doing there, so yeah. I could see him be like, uh, do you really need me there? You're just going to put the stunt guy in the suit anyway, so I don't have to well, put plus, in the suit. I'll do it. I can record my voice lines from literally anywhere on the planet. I did, however, like the last bit um, when they're taken off on with the little zoom zoom in space. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. Come on. The, the Grogu's basically going, come on. Bang, bang. No, I'm not doing it. Bang, 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 bang. All right, fine. Let's go fast. 
I did love that part. Daddy Mando, go fast! And y'all gushing about just that part of this series. It's why, is why, why it's ruined, yes. back in the series, yeah. Yeah, and I loved it. It was fantastic. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not really sure. Sh- I'm with you. I'm not really sure where they're going to go with it because the reason it's working right now is because it's very stagnant. Um, and that does not have longevity to it. No. But I, I, I was really excited for what they could have done for season three. Because the, the whole he's going to be the one that wants to lead the Mandalorians thing was not surprising the moment he wins the Darksaber. It's just, why'd you got to bring Grogu back? Give us, if you want more Grogu, give us a spinoff. Like Luke and Grogu, that's all we need. It's fine. <laughs> the adventures of Luke and Grogu. Maybe they're, not really, yeah. maybe they're not really confident in their ability to keep portraying Luke because he looked even more dead-eyed monster in this than well, he did in... Well, there is, there uh, is a rumor. recast him. Yeah, well, that's the rumor is that they're going to they're gonna recast like a young young Luke for something. Yeah, just recast him. Just, just do a new guy. It's fine. Just grab Sebastian Stan and make him Luke Skywalker. Honestly. Does he want to do it? Um, He's not against it, but there's been no actual talks about it. His, his statement was, if Mark Hamill said I could, I would do it. Mark Hamill's already said he could. Yeah. Now Mark they're just waiting for Disney to actually approve it. Yeah. Disney just needs to write a check. They've had two of their most profitable quarters on record <laughs> ever in a row. Write in the fucking check. Yeah. I guess the problem right now is they're like, well, he's already scheduled for season two and season three of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the series. That's true. <laughs> true, true. Um, Captain Falcon. Sticking with the no. Star Wars theme, I'm going <laughs> to... Or Falcon America. <laughs> Falcon bit. America, for sure. Um, we're also getting the Obi-Wan comic um, that's supposed to come out in May, and that, like, takes place, um, like, his pre-Padawan days? Youngling. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't remember the word. <laughs> Pre-Padawan? Pre-Padawan, yes. Pre-Padawan. Pre-Padawan, of course. I hope they pull from the books with that, like the, the, the Star Wars, where Obi-Wan was like a real shithead before Qui-Gon took him in. I loved that. <laughs> I, think that would, I think that's the only way the character works, is because that's yeah. kind of why he gets Anakin, is because he's like, I was also a shithead. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't be doing this stuff. <laughs> you sure? No, I'm gonna be a shithead. No, I, I'm already telling you, it doesn't work. It doesn't go well, man. Like... When you try to fuck the princess, things don't go well. I still think if Obi Wan and Anakin had just talked about how they both liked fucking princesses, <laughs> things would have gone a lot better Duchess for both Satine of them. Was a duchess, yeah. not a princess. She, she is. She was next in line to rule her world. Sounds like a princess to me. Like princess, yeah. Sounds like a princess to me. Uh, it's just, I think they wanted to have something that wasn't another princess. Well, Duchess Satine does have, like, a certain uh, je ne sais quoi to it. Like, Princess Satine just doesn't have the same, like, hit. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, watch out for the uh, SpaceX um, garbage that's about to hit you. That's right there. Uh, no, uh, also, L- Lord Obi Wan Kenobi sounds great too. Um, o- Obi Wan and Satine, Duke and Duchess of uh, Duke and Duchess of Mandalore. Well, no, because he was already a Padawan when they met. 
never mind. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to do that. He, I, I, though. Yeah, you knew where I was going for a second. That's fine. Should have thrown down his titles and been like, no, Duke Duke Kenobi sounds great. Duke Kenobi. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, we're also getting that same month, the Obi-Wan series. Um, May 25th, exactly May... 45 years after... Uh, we ep- first saw... Uh, yeah, after um, A New Hope went out, came out. Um, and this takes place, uh, it's going to take place 10 years after episode three. Okay. So it's full, so like, so Luke is going to be 10 years old, I guess? Then? He's a little, t- a little shithead 10-year-old running around. You think he's going to be bullseyeing some womp rats in his T-16 back home? I'm, I'm hoping they pull from like the audio drama where he's a little asshole the entire time. He's kind of a little asshole in the original movies, if you really yeah. go back. Oh, no, it, it's worse in that, because you, you get more of him before he meets Obi-Wan, so it's just inherently, oh, you're you're just straight up a dick. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. wouldn't you kind of want to be, a, wouldn't you be a kind of a dick, too, if you had no friends and you lived on a desert planet with two sons and you were a moisture farmer? Well, so oh, yeah, I mean, no, I'd be right there with him, but... So, so then I'm almost wondering now with their hey, let's just throw fucking people and shit if we're going to get an Ahsoka cameo. Ahsoka could show up. I could see that happening. Wouldn't she be off off being Fulcrum? Like I said. But that doesn't mean she can't. I mean, we didn't think we were going to see her in The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett. She could hang out with Obi-Wan. Because we already know that he's not going to be on Tatooine the whole time. Okay. Because he's going to have a run-in with Vader. That could have just been it's still uh, like a weird Force Vision thing, too. Uh, it, 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 hey, you know what? We don't have any accurate information because everybody in the world thought that that trailer was going to be shown during the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl ended, and I was sorely disappointed. The score of the Super Bowl was fine, but there was no Obi One trailer, and I'm like, "What? Why? 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 Why, did, why didn't they drop it on this? This would be the perfect time to drop it." The only thing we got was one weird Disney Plus commercial where everyone was goats, except for Aquafina. She was not a goat because I mean, she's she... already the goat. <laughs> Apparently, she's in some hot water or something. I don't know. Anyway, um. Being, I, I don't think they're actually going to fight in this. or Like, in reality. Like, there's going to be a fight we can watch, I'm sure. I don't think it's going to be those two characters actually fighting. It's going to be, like, a weird Force Vision thing. Not for... Well, I mean, and they might still fight in the Force Vision thing, but, like, the... the Based on the interviews that I've seen and read, like, they're really excited because they literally said, yeah, we we want to, like, take another go at each other. Yeah, Maybe they'll just update the fight from A New Hope. End the it, series with uh, Vader killing Obi-Wan, but it's just the new actors. And make it good? Right. Hey, no, for what it was at the time, that was like that was actually super amazing because you're like, oh, th- what they're doing is because they're because of the Force, they know they don't actually fight because they can see into the future what the other guy's going to do, so it's more of a chess match when you start. And then we saw the prequels and we're like, Oh no, it's all flippy bullshit. Okay. It's flippy bullshit. That was just some nonsense. Okay. Oh, oh okay. He was just old as shit, and Vader's like, yeah, I got robot legs and arms. Um, we can take this easy. But like, isn't he not actually that old? Like 
Yes, the sands of Tatooine and his uh, labored connection to the Force uh, caused him to prematurely age. Yeah. Because he was trying to hide Luke using the Force, so it aged him prematurely. That's he didn't quite turn. He didn't quite turn into a pruny, baboon-eyed weirdo like uh, this, the Emperor, but he did get a little bit pruny. Sure, he didn't electrocute himself in the face for a solid ten seconds, but yeah. <laughs> that helps. Hey, in the Emperor's defense, Mace Window, I mean Mace Windu, uh, was reflecting it back at him. He he's really bad about getting electricity reflected back at him. Yeah, he doesn't do a if good that, job with that. It's kinda how he if that it. happens once, I'm done. I'm not gonna use electricity anymore on people who have lightsabers. I'm out. That's no other means <laughs> to fight. <laughs> that happens to him quite a bit, yes. Yeah, too much. <laughs> More than once is the right answer. Is that's too much. Mm, this lightning's really painful. Let's shoot it at myself again. <laughs> Little frog man. I did also like uh, when they in the book of Boba Fett, mm. um, when they raised all the frogs out of the water, and little Grogu's eyes were like. I could do that anytime I wanted. Why didn't anybody tell me? It's the perfect way to murder an entire population at once. You shouldn't have brought Grogu back to Mandalorian. Just do a Luke and Grogu spinoff. And then that's all you're going to get is Grogu doing weird force shit. Everyone will be happy. Yeah, Everyone would have enjoyed it. But if we hadn't done that, we wouldn't have gotten to see him take on a spider droid and a Rancor. I would have been okay with that. I did like the nap with the Rancor at the end. I know we're skipping back to the Mandalorian, but I did like the nap with the Rancor at the end. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm tired now. Yeah, I, I, that was two big force things. Normally I go to sleep after one big force thing. That was two big force things. I'm taking a nap, bitches. Uh, it was cute. Any other thoughts on Star Wars things? Uh, how come Danny Trejo didn't show up again in episode seven? That made me sad. They couldn't afford him. <laughs> you know what? They blew the budget on it. He's like, I, I got time for one episode. You're going to get me in leather pa- in leather pants once in the middle of the desert again. I've done too many machete movies. No more leather pants in the desert. Grogu ju- force jumping around looks like someone throwing a Muppet. Well, I believe they were throwing a Muppet. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't he just a puppet? Yeah. No, it, it's... I, I was watching that. I was like, this is really dumb looking. <laughs> It was odd. Yeah, not great. Well, moving on to He looks better when he's actually the puppet that and not CGI. Was odd but <laughs> funny. Um, so we found this weird little show on what are we watching on Hulu? That sounds right. Um, I know the first season is on YouTube as well, but it's called Staged. Um, and it stars uh David Tennant and Michael Sheen um, just being ridiculous, adorable best friends. Uh, it's something that they put together during the uh, initial full lockdown for COVID and aired on like BBC and, and ended up doing all that. But it was really just something that they basically put together with a bunch of their friends and they Zoomed a TV show and... And they're both in, like, full lockdown ridiculousness. Like, Michael Sheen's hair is, like, throwing out, and he's got a beard. And, like, especially coming off of Doctor Who, seeing David Tennant with a full beard and fucking 
Peter hair, I was, it was hilarious. It is, it, it's like, quite. Like he had long, like long hair like you have. Most ah. people call that Jesus hair. Yeah, well, it's not there. Yet. It's it's getting there, but it's not there yet. It's coming back. It's coming. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite Jesus length. It was it, it was like, but he had like a headband that he kept, and it had like a little like you know when the girls like push the headbands forward and they have the little. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah um, and their wives were also in it. And yeah, he was. He's wears the same hoodie the entire time. It's he does. Funny. It's freaking hilarious. But it, it's really hard to tell in it how much is them writing a show and acting and how much is it just them actually having gone insane because they haven't done anything in three months kind of thing the, like that the amount of times they tell each other to fuck off like brought much joy to my little heart <laughs> and just hearing david Tennant say it in his true scottish voice was yeah. even better and they have a season two of it too but I'm still, we haven't finished the season two. I'm still confused as to whether it's a parody of British movie or British shows getting turned into American shows or if this one was, was actually designed for release in America, but they are also making fun of British shows being released as, Ameri- as American I th- shows. I after think that. it's a combination of both. It's, it's. So the premise of the first season is that um, they're. Um, they're like director friend. I don't even know if he's really there. He might be their friend in real life, but for the premise of this, I don't think they're friends. Um, and he has this great idea that if they start rehearsing this play that he, that they were supposed to be working on um, before COVID shut everything down, if they start working on it now, they can rehearse it over Zoom. And then that way, when everything's like... Um, Opens back up, they'll be the first ones out on the West End in London doing this, doing the play. And so the premise of the second season is that, um, like, uh, the American TV people want to adapt the show for an American audience. So basically making fun of, that's why I was like, yeah, it's definitely making fun of how they've taken, like, The Office and all these shows and, like, converted them. Um, So it's all about them reading, because they don't want David Tennant and Michael Sheen to be the lead actors, right? But they want they don't them, have enough draw in America. But they want them to read with. <laughs> that's that's the joke here. <laughs> but they want them to read with the other actors to help them get a feel for their characters, and right. um, so they just bring in a bunch more famous British actors, like si- Simon <laughs> Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah. So. At one point, Ken Jeong shows up to play the part of. Uh, Michael Sheen to play the part of Michael Sheen and I died it oh it's so funny basically they just got everybody who was bored and was was doing all the weird zoom stuff for like oh let's go we'll we'll go to this celebrity in their living room and it's the same living room that well it's Kim Jong's living room so it's the same like because he did the same thing for like uh the mass singer because he was huge big on that so they'd, they'd always go to the after show with him in his living room and it's the same it's like I think he's wearing the same shirt I think, I think he filmed it on the same day, so he he's literally just like showing up, and they're like, he, "Oh, it's it's all, it's it's quite funny because yeah, the whole point like Whoopi Goldberg is in it uh, as like their agent, yeah. But yeah, like the whole premise is like the oh yeah, the first one really was just a TV show that we did, and there was never actually a play or anything like that in that TV show. They try and like do all the and now the second season is oh no, that was definitely just a TV show. But 
it also is now the same thing we're doing here for second lockdown. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I recommend, so I recommend it. Yeah, it's good. It's solid. It's, it's hilarious. It, it has some good dry British humor. And uh, I, don't I, I don't think I've laughed that hard in a while. And I like cry sometimes because I'm laughing so hard. Like they're just so funny. Like there's one part where um, the Georgia Georgia tenant comes on and she's talking to Michael Sheen's wife. What's her name? Anne. And, uh, and he's like, she's like, does, does Michael just like go out in the garden and scream? And Anne's like, sometimes. And then you'll just you just hear one of them randomly screaming in the background. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> screaming into the void. And then there's this whole bit Michael does where like he's looking and he's like, I feel like I'm an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Like these birds and that little blue one. That little shit's the leader. I know it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's weird and it's good. It's British. It's British as fuck. It is definitely British as fuck. <laughs> but it's good. Oh, and then there's a whole part where um, Michael Sheen calls David Tennant's voice cartoonish, um, and they get in a whole argument. And then when they're like making up, David Tennant's like, "No, you're right. Like my voice is kind of cartoonish. After all, I did do the voice of Scrooge McDuck." And I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> brought me much joy. Cartoonish. That's very good. Yeah. That can, was can not. You, can you do it when he when he says heard, but he says it funny? What? When he, he says heard, but he's like hard. Hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, you don't like my Scottish accent, uh, Peter? Uh, yours was better than her very southern accent, and that's surprising, all things considered. <laughs> I think I have a pretty good Scottish accent. That's now, I'm, and I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it too hard now. It's getting over the top. I'm really sorry yeah. about that. You gotta get the. Oh. It was a little cartoonish. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh, anyway. Speaking of things that probably should have been a cartoon. We got <laughs> the official trailer for the Halo TV series. Hey, there it is. I thought about. It. I like and that I, segue. And it had. like a month ago. <laughs> But it's like the well, the that was the teaser trailer. This is like the full full trailer, and it oh, had okay. a date in it, and I didn't write it down, and I'm a little sad of myself. But I want to say it's like March, March 25th, I believe. That March. sounds right on Paramount Plus. Yeah, that can affect. Hello. <laughs> no, Halo, not Hello. Sorry, March 24th. In fact, sorry, March 24th. One day You're sooner. Clear. One day sooner than oh, I thought. Boy. The series was already renewed for a second season ahead of its release. How nuts is that? How nuts is that? They are pretty confident in what they put forth here, apparently. I mean, it looked really pretty. They are very confident in what they put forth. A lot of people are not very confident in what they've seen. <laughs> well, yeah, because nobody likes what they did with Cortana, and they don't like they changed Master Chief's voice. Yeah. So I don't think they like the face. In fact, that they're going to see his fucking face because apparently we keep it. It doesn't translate as good to visual mediums like TV shows and movies to apparently have a guy in a helmet the whole time, even though that's what I fucking want. Uh, yeah. It works for the There's literally line. nothing wrong with that. Just At least for keep a him season in the and a half. No, it, it worked until the last episode of the first season. They had him take his fucking helmet off in the last episode of the first season. He couldn't even make it a full season without taking his helmet off. No, it wasn't the last episode. It was before that because when they went to that one thing. Okay, the second to last episode. 
anyway. I was like the sixth episode, season two, but whatever. Um, no, point no. being, like, you can absolutely do a show where a dude never takes his fucking helmet off. Not an issue. Yeah, no, and I would like it a lot better. Yeah. No, do why? Why are people thinking this? What is the? Uh, Cortana looks really weird. No, no, I'm talking about him seeing his face because I know that you see the back of his head and he puts his helmet on, but that to me doesn't imply that we're gonna. <laughs> well, we're gonna see his face. If just keep the, seeing Ashley the, the voice that they're voice. using for John, um, it, it's like very clearly a heavily altered one. The reason they wouldn't use the original voice actor is that we are probably going to hear him, his voice at some point, unfiltered without a helmet. So they want it to be able to be realistically like, oh yeah, it's this dude that like you've been hearing the whole time. It's just been really heavily filtered. Mm-hmm. That and yeah, actors typically want to have their faces seen. They want to be known as the guy that played this person or whatever. And you don't remember that if you didn't see his face. Exactly. Mm. Even if yeah. it's controversial that you saw his face. Like I said, yeah, we technically yeah, all this knew. This is off the world. <laughs> we technically all knew that Pedro Pascal was the Mandalorian, but people were like. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> the, Mand- the Mandala effect. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we all knew he was the Mandalorian, but he also was like, but do you remember what I look like and not just the shiny metal face? And we're all like, no. weren't you the dude that got his eyes crushed in by the mountain? And he's like, that's not what I want you to remember me for either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, to be fair, we have technically seen John's face before, but never after the augments. We've only ever seen it beforehand. Yet you yeah, see John's face in reach. You technically do see him as a child, yes. Yeah. Up, uh, up till he's like a... Like right at teenage, you uh, see him. I believe they do the augmentation at eleven years old, so he doesn't even make it for a teenager. They have to. Do I, I would have to watch it again because I, 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 if I remember correctly, they have to do it before puberty sets in because they're basically doing a fake puberty to make him seven feet tall and have concrete bones. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would have to watch it again. It's been a minute since I've watched the Halo Reach movie, um, but I know it's more than just as a little kid. You see him later. Yeah. You, 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 not as like an adult, but you do see him as older than a little kid. Maybe I th- no, you see him when they, when, you see him when they're doing their training in the uh, mountains. Yeah, I know that. All, I know. All, all you have to do is just at the very beginning of the f- fucking episodes, just do like you did, and just show his face for like ten seconds. Put him on the helmet. And then the rest of the episodes, he just wears a helmet. <laughs> That's actually, it. See, I would actually be okay with the fact that, yeah, if it was just the beginning of the first episode is him getting shut into the suit, and then you're like, and now he never takes it off. Now he see, never that, takes it that off. that was the impression I got on the trailer. Well, I think well, they're, they're tr- they were also in that trailer. They were trying to evoke a lot of the trailers from the original video games as well. A lot of the scenes in that were, like, stuff that was kind of taken from that, taken from the video yeah. games, and then adapted into a live-action thing. But apparently this is not canonical within any of the video games. It's a completely separate whole thing. And it's just its own thing. And that's kind of dumb, too. I've, I've already lost quite a bit of interest, actually, now. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, we'll just move on. Um, so <laughs> Again, I think it's going to look beautiful. All the props look amazing. All of the armor looks fantastic. The yeah. Arbiter looks like he's going to show up, so that sounds cool. Arby and the Chief. Let's bring it back to Arby and the Chief. um so we got to go see a screening for this movie called death on the nile a pre-screening uh yeah with uh gal gadot army hammer 
Those were the only two people I knew. Well, when did y'all go see that? Last Wednesday. It came, it, it, it came out on like Friday, so it doesn't really yeah. count that <laughs> it's like, early screening. Yeah. But, but it was uh it's a Hercule Prowa. It's a it's a it's a sequel to the reboot they did of uh Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Based on the Agatha Christie novels. Mm-hmm. Hercule Poa. Poa. I can always say it wrong. Poa. So I I so neither Poa. one of us actually knew what this movie was going in. I just knew that Gal Gadot was in it. Um, I didn't remember the name, and then I saw, as soon as I saw, they came up, and they're like, oh, Mr. Pouah, Detective Pouah. And I'm like, oh, shit, murder mystery movie. All right, this is going to be pretty fun. What are we doing here? All right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize what it was till like, halfway through, and I was like, oh. Oh, when Gal Gadot is killed? <laughs> when she's brutally murdered, yes. Well, yeah. no, I figured it was going to be a murder mystery <laughs> slightly before that part. <laughs> Like, when the crazy ex showed up, I was like, oh, I see, I see. Stephanie's just sitting there going, Zach, they just killed her. <laughs> Zach's like, I thought uh-huh. she was the main character. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that yeah. was pretty accurate to what happened. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you like if you like murder mysteries. Um, it is a wonderful closed-door mystery. Um, yeah. It's not quite as good as Murder on the Ori Express. I mean, the... Source material is not quite as good as Murder on the Orient Express either, but it is. You don't necessarily have to have seen the new, the new, that new movie, the because it is a sequel to the what I think it was 2017's Murder on the Orient Express or, or 2018's. Yeah. It is a sequel to that. You don't have to have watched that to know. It's a self-contained story. There are some references to that, like one of the characters from that shows up, but I didn't see it and I totally got it. But I also have read Murder on the Orient Express and seen four of the other movie versions, so I'm pretty sure most of the information carried over. Uh, Y'all hit a lot of the points I would have in talking about this because me and Maddie went to go see that this weekend. Oh, look at that. One thing I I really would want to point out is how good of a job they did with the trailer for this movie in that they really don't reveal much of the plot in the trailer itself. I had not to the point that if you if you watch the trailer, you think Gal Gadot is the main character, like she's the hero of the movie. You know someone's gonna die, but you don't think it's her, like at all. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Sorry, Neither everybody. of us yeah. even saw the trailer. Like I literally I... just got in. Um, uh, uh, there's this um, screening thing that I I'm a part of, and so like. Every right. once in a while, we, we can get the opportunity to go see free screenings, and that's why we went. And so, yeah, I had no idea. Like, literally, the only thing I knew that it was Gal Gadot was in it, and that was only because I'd seen, a, like, the poster. I, I only knew that because she told me as we were walking into the theater, oh, it's got Gal Gadot in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're very good about, um, in the trailer, hiding who the first person to die is. Oh, that's Because awesome. it, it really heavily implies that it's going to be the, the husband. And, you know, he's alive the whole time. He does get shot. He does get shot. And that's how they use it because he's so not in it after that. He kind of disappears from the film. Um, So a lot of the footage is just Gal Gadot setting up a party on the Nile. And you think he's going to be the one that dies because he's in it early on. And then he never shows up in the trailer again. (laughs) I didn't I did not see the twist coming. Oh, it's really. I no, I, th- I thought it was I, <laughs> I, thought it, I, thought the, I thought the killer was someone else the whole time and then I was like, oh shit. It's not that obvious. 
the help that she got, the help that the killer, quote unquote, got. Well, no, the, I guess it's. I knew it was coming because I knew. It I didn't coming. read the book. Um, I knew it was coming. Like I said, I didn't read the book, but I know her Hercule Poirot, so it's going to be the most convoluted answer possible. He's, <laughs> he's the Belgian. He's he's the Belgian Sherlock Holmes. It's going to be the most convoluted answer possible. Is how it actually happened. It's yeah. never the simple answer. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Yeah, he, I guess, yeah, he's the opposite of Sherlock Holmes because Sherlock Holmes always says, whatever the most simple explanation is, is obviously the truth. And Hercule Poirot is always like, no, pretty much whatever the, the thing that makes it the most complicated, convoluted scheme possible, that's definitely what happened. And you will confess when I, once I tell you what that scheme was. And they're like, how did you know? And he goes, well, I didn't. I was guessing. But now you've confirmed it. There was some good humor in it, too. Uh, they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed the movie. I didn't enjoy watching it in the theater that we watched it in because there was a lot of loud, obnoxious ass people all throughout it. Oh no! <laughs> um, we had bad seats, but they were free, <laughs> so I wasn't that worried. And the dude so. that was two seats over from us fell asleep and started snoring straight out. Like <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Like he fell asleep before the first murder happened. And that, was, we kind of had something like he that. He was snoring before the first murder. I will say it did it did have a lead up slow. I'm, I was really wondering. I'm like, is this like 1940s Dirty Dancing? What do we? What do we? What, what, what is this movie? Because it again, does a really good job setting the scene too. Like but, honestly, but, but yeah. But but again, because of, because we went in so blind into this movie, we're like, what movie did we sign up to watch here? <laughs> Is this, is this gonna get real dirty? Because I don't know if I feel comfortable like, with I all these people. Those opening dance scenes do kind of imply some things are gonna get weird. Well, yeah, and, well we didn't see any trailers, and because it was just a screening, so we didn't see any trailers beforehand. Didn't see anything. I'm like, what is this movie? Yeah, rated? so like the movie I'm not even starts. Sure what this movie's rated. Yeah, so the movie just starts right, and like I was kind of expecting that because we. That we had gone and we had gotten the same thing when we went and saw the Eternals. It was with one of these screenings and the same thing. But they thing. actually you showed no, some trailers for the No, they Eternals. didn't. I thought they did. No. There oh. were no trailers. It just went boom right in the movie. But So it goes in and then he's like, what trailer is this for? And I'm like, I think this is the movie. <laughs> Pretty sure this is actually the film we're supposed to be watching. But We did at least have a warning before the Eternals because the people who put these screeners on, the whole reason you're supposed to go because you're supposed to get like feedback for it, and they use it. You, they use like blurbs and advertisement and stuff like that. But and before Eternals, before it started, and they before they turned the house lights down, the people running it go, "All right, we just want to thank you everybody for coming. Um, remember, after the show, we'll be out in the lobby. Uh, please come talk to us about your thoughts, feelings, and uh, reactions to the movie, so we can get your statement." We're all like, "Cool." On this one, the lights just go off and the movie starts, and we're all like, "Okay." And we walked out, and it was real funny because the lady that's supposed to be like taking all the surveys and stuff like that, she goes, "Like we 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 walked out, and she's like, how did you like it?'" We're like, "Oh, it was great." And like the people behind us, like, "Yeah, we liked it too." All right, cool. And we just walked away, and she's like, "Ah, oh, this is what I get for not doing my announcement for the film." <laughs> <laughs> nobody was actually stopping and talking to her. Everyone was just like walking out and going home. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fake all of these that I'm supposed to have for for my actual job here. This is going to go. Very poorly. <laughs> um, so then we also got the trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, this was my favorite part of the Super Bowl. Well, this was, it, this... it came out right beforehand. Yeah, I was like, this came out before the Super Bowl. Um, they but... showed it during the Super Bowl, though. 
Uh, June 10th. Um, I don't know why he's so excited. He didn't even see the second movie. I, so. so. This Wait, one looks good. Movie? Huh? You probably should watch it. it. Things that happen in that one are important to yeah, this one. Apparently, I'm going to be a little lost if I don't watch it. So, yes, we're going to watch it. She's got it. It's on the shelf over there. I just haven't it. watched it, okay? Eddie, how many times have you watched the Jurassic World trailer now? I don't, I don't. You don't own that one? No. Well, I don't own it, apparently, so I'm not going to be able to watch you it. You lost so count around 20 for how many times she's watched that since <laughs> it's come out. That seems like too many. <laughs> yeah, I don't... She loves Jurassic Park. It's like her favorite franchise See, like, of anything. I was, like, super Aware. excited, but then I saw this trailer, and I was like, there's no way this has a happy ending. Oh, it's going to go very poorly. I, I think someone came out and said, like, none of the main characters actually die or anything. Yeah. They're I, going yeah, to kill the dinosaurs. I don't care yeah, about the people. The dinosaurs are the main characters. They're all The dinosaurs are nightmare creatures. He's killing them off so they don't make him do a fucking crossover with Fast and the Furious. What? <laughs> oh, uh, the people in charge of Fast and the Furious really want to do a crossover with Jurassic Park. Oh, Colin Trevorrow doesn't at all, but the people Fast and the Furious really like do. I said, how and why and what? Does it matter? They sentenced them into space in the last one again, wearing scuba suits. Again, I didn't watch it. <laughs> didn't seem necessary because they've already jumped the shark on that franchise. <laughs> Sorry, Nuke to the Fridge. It's a movie franchise. It's a Nuke to the Fridge. Yeah, Nuke to the Fridge. Yeah, no, it, it's... That's if they kill all the dinosaurs, I'm sure it's explicitly to stop that from ever happening. Nope, all of the dinosaurs. Because Colin Trevorrow came out as like, I refuse to do this crossover. It's the dumbest shit. <laughs> Dumb Trevorrow. He thinks the memes are funny, though. Dinosaurs are family. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Uh... So apparently I have some catch-up to do. I need to watch uh, Falling Kingdom. Yeah. But, hey... I'm kind of. I'm just. I'm just glad Jeff Goldblum's back. Life uh, yep. finds a way. Oh, it's gonna find a way. Why do they always go with bigger? Why? <laughs> Bigger's not better. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. When it comes to dinosaurs, always go miniature. Then you can control them. If you need to, you can step on a brachiosaur and you're good to go. Oh my god, we are moving on from this conversation. I'm sorry, do y'all not remember that, that little girl got fucked up by the compies in Jurassic Park 2? Yeah. yeah she little dinosaurs will fuck you up. I would want a big dinosaur because I can hear it coming. I can see it. Yeah, I can how, escape that shit. How about like a medium-sized dinosaur? That's a raptor, That's and a it's raptor. the worst option. <laughs> Let's stop cloning the carnivorous dinosaurs. Only, only herbivores. <laughs> they, you can still get squished by them yes, if they're they, big enough. But again, like you said, yeah, but at least they might not try it, and eat you. You can hear it and see it coming. <laughs> that's that's not us humans. We want to see the dangerous. We want to see the crazy. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely the case. Oh, yes, Isn't that a quote from the first one? Like, they wanted more teeth? Mm, not quite. Uh, the first Jurassic in the World, third one, there's the a first. comment like, oh, we need more teeth to kill the Indominus. But Henry Wu, I'm sure you know the exact quote. Henry Wu. What, what does Henry Wu say about the Indominus? Hey. No, like, what was the reason? Like, oh, you wanted scary oh, or something? You didn't. Did y'all hear that? No. no. Uh, so Henry Wu, when he's talking to about like why the Indominus got made, it's like you wanted bigger, scarier, cooler, uh, more teeth is what you said in your memo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah more teeth. That's what I said. You want, in an you official company to... memo, apparently. 
because yeah. the because the, the carnivores is what brings people to the parks. So well, the yeah, other well, stuff no. is kind of boring, and oh, you yeah, just that... see it walking around going. Duh, duh, duh. I mean, the little kids are down for the like <laughs> the other stuff, but it's the teenagers. They're the shitheads. They're like, no, big ass carnivores that kill things. And those are the ones that get the parents to spend the money. I think also, the kids if they, are just if, they, if they really <laughs> wanted to make the money, they would just set loose the carnivores in the herbivore pen. That's I want, really. Expensive. I want to see them. I want to see. I want to see a herd of Tyrannosaurus Rexes take down a. Actually, well, I know they were more scavenger hunters anyway. But if we're gonna go with the actual science, no, I, I but think not they Jurassic were actually, Park science. Uh, I think they well, were. They wouldn't be able to do a herd of Rexes. I think they were pack hunters. T Rex. No, uh, the the common um, thought now what? is that they were either ambush predators or um, scavengers. Oh, yeah. T-Rexes were specifically not herd animals. That is the information I just received. From yes, them. they're not. <laughs> they're solo ambush hunters. They might have worked in um, mated pairs. Yeah. I was. I almost said like penguins. I don't believe they made it to life, <laughs> though they might have. Um. Well. Like penguins. <laughs> Penguins. If you're going to cover batch. Um. So we also got a <laughs> Nintendo Direct. Excuse me. Um. I had a couple takeaways. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. We already knew this was happening. This is the 3D Kirby, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, so they're putting a mode in this game called Big Mouth Mode. And you basically take on the abilities of objects to solve puzzles. So, like, he can inhale a car. And then he basically becomes a car. I'm into it. And, like... Honestly. a vending machine and like parking cones and like all kinds of weird stuff and i don't know how i feel about it i'm kind of into it it sounds fun <laughs> eat anything it's, I'm kirby. it's just more shit for kirby to be able to do i'm kirby yep. i will eat anything anything kirby um, eats the world that's what's next oh universe <laughs> kirby they're also doing a not quite a remaster but like a more <laughs> polished for Chrono Cross. Um, it's Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, because it includes the text-based game that came like right before Chrono Cross or something. Um, it is going to be multi-platform, but they're working on that. And uh, Peter and I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. And um, because it is $20, I'm like, okay. Uh, but like, if it had been more than that, I would have been, nah, bro, that's a hard pass, because... Even though they polished it, like it's, it doesn't look great. You can only polish a turd so much. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. At that point, I'm like, I could just pull out my PS2 and play this game. And it'll look basically the same and probably work better. Um, I mean, to be fair, not everyone's able to pull out their PS2 casually. Um, but it's like they accurately priced this game. It is right. worth twenty dollars. That is the amount you're gonna get out of it. And that's what I'm saying. Like. For $20, okay, I'm down. But had it been more than that, uh, I would have been I'm like, my nah. She's obsessed with this game. She would have paid like 80 bucks to get that shit on her Switch. That seems like necessary. it didn't matter. <laughs> um, that is her favorite game of all time. So it didn't intense. matter what the price was. She would want to pay it to get that game again. That's intense. And then they're yeah. also doing an updated Wii Sports, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, so the sports stuff made sense to me on the Wii because you use the little controller and you swung stuff around. 
Yeah. You still do that with the Joy-Cons. You, you can still, like, move it on the The Joy-Cons have motion controls, yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, most people don't. I did it's, not realize just, that was a thing. They haven't made... So, like, the Wii tried to make a lot of games that use the motion controls because that was, like, the big thing. But the Nintendo Switch, although they have it, like, not a lot of games have really tried to utilize that feature. Okay, uh, that's it's why usually, was... like, an optional thing you can shut off immediately. Again, I, I guess yeah. I didn't really even realize that because they've done so few games that specifically use that feature. So, so I didn't realize the most you'll see from it typically outside of games like Ring Fit Adventure or, like, the boxing game that they have is if you have a third-person shooter, they'll have motion controls turned on by default. Uh, I have never played a game on the Switch where motion controls are on there, and I didn't immediately turn that off, but it is a feature that exists. Yeah. So okay. there's going to be bowling, tennis. I forget what it's actually called, but it's basically kendo. Um, and then, like, a weird soccer port game. And then golf is coming this fall. Um. And then they're releasing the Portal Companion Collection, which I was like, oh, okay, because I never played, got to play Portal, so I was pretty... It's a phenomenal game series. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have it for the Xbox, right? Okay. Cave Johnson is just the best. <laughs> oh, hey. Anything that you put... Um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons in <laughs> is just going to make me laugh. The Portal 2 was great because there was more Cave Johnson involved. Yeah. Uh, that, well, no, that's where he was introduced. It was the guess, multiplayer yeah. mode and the DLC where you could create your own levels that we got even more of Cape yeah. Johnson. It was he's fantastic. I'm sorry, I, all, all right. that all that shit was just great. Um, and then one that I'm, I haven't decided if I'm if I'm super excited or if I'm going to go ahead and and pick this up. But they announced that they are doing the DLC pass for Mario Kart Eight. Um, it's going to be in six waves. Uh, they're twenty five bucks. For each wave but if you have the nintendo online plus expansion pass they will all be free as long as you have the pass i assume yes okay so how what, what i don't know what what kind of dlc is there in mario kart 8 they're at this they're new tracks they're basically new cars. yeah like and they're taking like a bunch of tracks from the various games that have come out and they're updating them for the switch and putting them on there yep so like we could get the some of the original ones from uh mario kart 64 yeah. so i'm sorry you said it was 25 dollars per pass and there's going to be six passes yes so your options for getting all of the dlc are either to continuously pay them forever it or pay 150 dollars yes for a bunch of new maps in a racing game yep yes yep. that's why you haven't that... decided like how i feel about it yet because you and me peter <laughs> so i mean okay oh i did the math this... earlier yeah <laughs> this isn't different than anything any other game has done with their battle pass it's a little more egregious than or... most or all the fighter passes were about that for super smash yeah, but there was only three of those. And the content that you got was significantly more substantial. But anyway, um, <laughs> if, if they're going to continue to do, in general, not just for Mario Kart specifically, but if they're going to continue to do stuff like this where they 
are giving you out these DLC passes with, you know, the Nintendo Online stuff, like, I don't know, long term it might be worth it because you, if you have Animal Crossing, you still get the, that, the Animal Crossing expansion thing they released. Now you're going to be getting all six waves of the Mario Kart. Um, so I, I imagine now they're just going to be adding more stuff on there. And then, of course, you get the entire NES and SNES library and the 64 library, if you want to count that as anything. So they're trying to make it worth. They're trying to make it more worth it to buy the uh, Nintendo Online. Yeah, because it's that's guaranteed continuous revenue for them because it's fifty bucks for a year. Yeah, which is actually pretty reasonable for the online service as far as the online services go. Yeah, it's not any more expensive than. It's way cheaper than Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass is like eighteen bucks a month. Yeah. Um. So bad. the other and there's no way to bulk buy that. That's what the one that annoys me. You have to pay it every month. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Subscription service. Uh, the other thing that caught my eye as uh, they're doing is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, so um, I liked, I liked the other Xenoblades, so I'll, I'll probably pick this one up too. And then they're doing... And the not-quite-British accents in those games. <laughs> they, yeah, they can't really decide what they're doing with the accents, but right. uh, it's okay. Um, and then they're doing the port for Star Wars, Star Wars Force Unleashed, um, which apparently is the Wii version. So it's going to be bad. There's that. Hey, maybe they fix some of the things that they won't. It's literally. I said maybe. It's just a port. All the other Star Wars games that they've released on the Switch have been one-for-one ports with the original glitches still in place. Oh, fun. In some of those cases, you want to keep those glitches because that's part of the game kind of fun. But Force Unleashed, when it released for the Wii, the PS2, and the PSP, it was an intentionally watered-down version of the game. Um, That's why they added features like the multiplayer mode and stuff so that you would feel like maybe getting the Wii one was worth it. But the Xbox and PS3 versions of those games were superior and probably should have been the one they ported to the Switch. I personally loved the Xbox version when it was amazing. It is great. That's why I still play, I, I have it on fucking PC and I play the Ultimate Sith Edition all the time. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I I think it'll play on my on the current Xbox. I have the I have the one. It from, does. It's forwards compatible. Yeah, for that. I thought so. I, I have number two. I guess. Number one was actually better than number two, though, in my personal opinion. The story That's because number two sucked ass. The story was better than number one. The gameplay itself was better in number two. They, they fixed some of the things that made it hard to be a Jedi. In, in it was improved one. gameplay, but it's also so only about five hours long. Yeah, the story was so much shit, and it was terrible. Yeah. If you play them both together, it's kind of fun. Uh, and then the last thing that caught my eye was uh, Lego Brawls, um, which is actually also going to be multi-platform. But you get to build your own Lego minifig. And then um, the tagline was like, compete to get to the top on various Lego sets. But it really just looks like Super Smash Brothers with Lego. So, like, when you build your minifig, do you, like, give them weapons or something like that? Or pick their special moves or something? Is it, is it really? Unclear. Apparently, I need to look this up now because. What is with all the new Smash clones lately? I mean, it's. I guess that's the thing right now because remember that that year where it was just all battle royales. 
Yeah, but why Smash? <laughs> oh, it's a mobile fighting game. Lego? Lego Brawls. Yeah. Apparently, it's already a thing. Jesus, really? Well, I guess, then I guess it's oh, coming you know what? to console. They must be porting it to Switch. They do that shit all the time. Yeah, you can Brawls. get um, Elder Scrolls Blades, the mobile game for your Switch. It's yeah, awful. Lego Brawls <laughs> was released exclusively for Apple Arcade on September 9th, 9th, 2019 for iOS Google Stadia devices. See, here I was hoping it would be like a Fall Fall Guys game or something with Legos. That would be pretty funny. One, yeah. it, it's Google Stadia. And second no. of all, um, this is multi-platform. Like, it's coming to... Yes, a Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5 ports of the games will be released in June of 2020. Was there anything? I know you were kind of perusing through. Was there anything that stood out to you? I, mean, I love Dynasty Warriors games, so Fire Emblem Three Houses Warriors looks fun. Well, that's supposed to be like a... Not necessarily a continuation, but like a companion to three houses yeah it looks like they're just gonna have you doing a slightly altered three houses plot but in the dynasty warriors play style so i like dynasty warriors i like three houses i'm fine with them mixing that up (laughs) that works for you yeah i'm fine most people are probably going to be mad because the last fire emblem warriors sucked ass but i'm i'm fine with it whatever (laughs) it did so the whole point of that one was like it's supposed to be an all-star thing we're gonna have characters from all the fire emblems coming together and it's like well you have characters from like two fire emblems and none of the popular ones so why did you make this game (laughs) how do they how do they pick the how do they how do they screw that up that bad we're gonna do an all-stars but we're gonna pick all the ones you hate (laughs) wasn't that just a 3ds game no that was on the switch you're thinking of hyrule warriors Yeah. Um, so the the reason that that was kind of, it, it, to be clear, it picks characters that were not popular in the U.S. The uh, characters that were selected were very popular in Japan. <laughs> well, in their defense, that's where they make these games. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those things like it works really well in Japan. It didn't do super well in the U.S. because you didn't get the characters that u.s players liked okay yeah so having one of these that's just oh it's entirely focused on just three houses three houses is the best selling fire emblem game they ever made it's the best one of all time. so it makes sense yeah this will probably do fine it's the most popular game we've released yet it's the most popular so everybody already likes it so let's just everybody it. already likes these characters we're fucking fine we'll just do it again cool yeah Hooray. Hooray. do it again add some extra story bits to make it not exactly the same game there we go. <laughs> All right, bare minimum it is. <laughs> uh, Zach or Tom, did either of you check out the direct? I did not. I'm not a big Nintendo guy, honestly. I Wait, just, there was a direct? I don't care. Direct TV? No. Um, it's not direct TV, it's HBO. Wait. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this brings us to a new segment <laughs> called The Rundown. Um, and these are basically headlines that caught my eye that I just thought deserved an honorable mention um but not necessarily things that we need to like spend five million years on well i'll, I'll need to check into the copyright so, on that i think pta uh pti might have the copyright on the rundown there the rundown i'll, I'll have to double check i think we're okay for now <laughs> so, we so uh rockstar announces the next installment of the gta franchise is in development uh, with no, I'm assuming with no other details other than the fact that, like, yeah, we're going to start working on it, right? 
Microsoft. It's just going to be GTA 5 Plus, I'm certain of it. You don't even think it's going to be GTA 6? Fuck no. Okay. They've made a million. They've made way too much fucking money off of GTA 5. They're never going to do anything new. It's just like Skyrim. Why do you have to make a new one if you can keep selling the same game over and over again? Right? Exactly. Sorry, I know these are supposed to be quick, so I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> uh, Microsoft confirms Activision Blizzard games will be multi-platform. Uh, is that? Is, are they saying going forward on that? They said it about stuff that was already on the docket. Are they saying that that's going to be multi-platform just? Forever. The I think the article said that for sure the big games it's unclear on the small ones. Okay. Uh, 60k Battlefield 2042 players have petitioned for their money back due to EA's broken promise for updates on the game. <laughs> Sounds right. Kind of hilarious. <laughs> the Blu-ray for Spider-Man No Way Home will have 100 minutes worth of deleted scenes plus some bonus footage. Fuck, that seems like a lot. It's a waste of time. It's an entire other movie. Right. <laughs> uh, Sony pulls the plug on the reboot of the animated series The Boondocks. Oh, that's kind of sad. That was a good call. Huh, was probably a good why. call, but I'm a little sad. Yeah. It's because it's the actor that played the grandpa died. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. His, <laughs> his grandson was trying to get the role, but... No word. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse producers tease a crossover with the MCU. They are doing some multiverse shit, so. Stellan Skarsgård says after the filming of Dune 2 in the summer, uh, filming for Star Wars and or season two will begin um, ahead of season one even happening yet. Hmm. Uh, Robert Pattinson says the Batman is going to be a sad movie. I did hear Batman that. Batman has okay. to be sad. Uh, John Williams turns 90, so happy birthday, John Williams. Uh, the, the fuck is John Williams? We the, thought Betty White was immortal, and that was wrong. Everyone be quiet. No, she just has perfect comedic timing. <laughs> the Beauty and the Beast prequel starring Josh Gad and Luke Evans is being postponed indefinitely due to creative and scheduling issues. And Ivan Reitman, known for directing Stripes, Animal House, and Ghostbusters, has passed away at age 75. Yeah, that was sad. I heard that. That's very upsetting. Quick question. Did you not put those in the notes to fuck with me, or do I have somehow an old version of the notes? No, she didn't put those in there just to fuck with you. Yes, this Because I started going like, oh, the, the, we're done. I can start commenting. And it's like, nope, There's she's still going. Fuck. <laughs> um, well, the Ivan Reitman thing I just added today because that just happened yesterday. Okay. So I thought it was worth a mention. But everything that, that... else should have already been in there. Yeah, no, mine ends at John Williams turns 90. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's over now. I can start commenting. And then you kept going. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, I, 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 I apologize. <laughs> but please, comment away now. I'm, I'm it, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, you, after you, Peter. You had, you had thoughts, uh, apparently. I'm a little hoping, and it, uh, don't take this wrong, because I like Cassie and Andor, and I really liked, uh, I can't think of the name of the movie at the moment. Rogue One. Failure. Rogue One. But um, I kind of hope that... Uh, Star Wars and or bombs so that they just wasted a lot of fucking time filming season two. <laughs> I, they're probably running under the assumption that since everything is done so well that it'll... Yeah, they're overdue for a massive failure. Uh, they are. <laughs> and Rogue One did way better than anybody expected because based on like Solo and stuff like that. So we're probably <laughs> going to get the opposite problem here. It's like, oh yeah, we had so much here and then they're going to get there and we're going to go... Nobody wants to watch this fucking show. Nobody. 
Nobody. I don't actually. I have not been excited for this at all since they announced it. I'm like, he was my least favorite character in Rogue One. Um, yeah, I just K2SO4 was like the only person I actually liked in Rogue One. Um, and well, I'm he's pre- probably going to be in it. And I'm pretty sure that's just because I have a bias towards Alan Tudyk. Everyone loves Alan Tudyk. But who doesn't? He's Steve the Pirate the Robot. Um, apparently now. Uh, I mean, like, it was, like, I love that, I like that movie, but, like, of the main characters that you're following around, I didn't like Jen Arso or Cassian Handor. I didn't like either of those people, and they annoyed the fuck out of me. My I, feelings on those characters are mixed on the grounds that I liked them in this movie, but they explicitly decanonized two of my favorite characters from the original extended universe. No, that's true as well. But, um, yeah. I, hey, and I like the actors playing them. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't really like the characters, and uh, specifically Cassian. Cassian was a little bitch, and I didn't like him. Um, Tom, thoughts? I don't know. On anything? Wait, I do have a thought. Who the fuck does Stellan Skarsgård play in Dune, and why do I not remember him being in Dune? I mean, I guess he gets introduced in Dune too. I was gonna say maybe he's a new character. Okay. Oh, then that must mean he's Fade Ryutha. <laughs> Hey, there's this thing called the internet. You could look it up. I could, but we're in the middle of something. Um, well, that brings us to extra bits. No good. I'm going so <laughs> this week he plays Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Sorry. Wait, he play- Oh no. Okay, I was thinking the wrong Skarsgård. Yes. We're good. I was thinking the wrong Skarsgård. Yeah, he's obviously the Baron. We're good. Sorry, I was just as curious. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, my bits this week. Um, Wait, you're gonna show us your bits? So, since we've been watching staged, um, one of the things that came across my like YouTube feed was this adorable video of David Tennant and Michael Sheen just being like bestie friends, and it just brought me great joy. So, it is nice that they're friends in real life. David Tennant, and Michael <laughs> Sheen being adorable friends. Um, then, in honor of the Lunar New Year, uh, Happy Lunar New Year, by the way, um, it is the year of the tiger. Um, so this is just um, a cute little thing of um, Tigger being all dressed up in his Lunar New Year gear, being adorable. Um, if you happen to be at Disneyland in California Adventure, you can go visit him and take pictures Oh, reading that headline there, I thought they were going to be like five different striped characters from Disney. And I'm like, I've got Tigger and Shere Khan. What other tigers are there in <laughs> Disney? And Unless Shere Khan's not really wrong, a... the wrong article. It might be different striped friends, but I thought it was the other one. But anyway, um, so the next one I have is um, in honor of the Olympics. Um Oh yeah, those are At going on. French French ice skater Adam Sayao. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but his his program um, features a bunch of Star Wars music, and he uh, basically is dressed as they say Darth Vader, but it's definitely Anakin Skywalker, uh, and he has a whole <laughs> simulated lightsaber battle. Um, so and this was in his uh, solo routine. Yeah, so this the this particular video is actually from um, the last competition he did before the Olympics that that helped get him into it because I couldn't find a video. I don't think they've from actually the Olympics. I don't think they've actually done the men's individuals in the Olympics yet. But this this was his, the program that he's skating to. So, huzzah! 
Also, and NBC then, probably shut that shit down. And then, hey, fashion friends, um, the 2022 Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Fashion Show is now out, um, and they have all uh, this year's dresses and a special one for the 50th anniversary of Disney. So there's that if you want to check that out. Peter, you're up. Okay. Uh, so there was a YouTube channel I used to watch uh, called Gumbino that just did a bunch of like video game and anime parodies that randomly disappeared for like three years that came back just a few months ago. Uh, watch the videos. They're hilarious. No provided explanation that just, I'm aware of. Just decided to it's come gone back. for a while and then suddenly was back. My <laughs> guys. Thomas. I actually like that they didn't make any explanation. <laughs> nope, we're, what, we weren't gone. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was looking for my fashion friends and I can't find them. Oh. Um, you, that means are you sure you're it's are you sure it's not the dog to your right? No, he he's not my fashion friend. Oh. You had to have friends in order to have fashion friends. <laughs> I can I mean I can maybe go give him a hug real quick. Hold on. <laughs> that like actually sort of worked, and that's messing with me. <laughs> you're close. You're close. Uh, what's your bits this week, Tom? Uh, I got five YouTube videos for everyone to watch. It's pretty much I. I have I got, six. I got caught on a an SNL kick with uh what's his name uh, Jason Sudeikis and Will Bill Forte. Hader. No, it's not no, Bill no, Hader. I'm not Bill. No. Will Forte. No. I said the wrong one. Yeah, it was Will Forte and Jason Sudeikis. I think. Sudeikis. Yeah, something like that. The guy from but, uh, now known for Ted Laszlo. Lasso. Yeah. Not Laszlo. As weird as it is. It's pretty much me and Zach in a skit. Uh, I was getting the. I, I only watched the first one, and I'm going to have to watch the rest of these because, yeah. Like, you, you would yeah. be playing Jason, and I would be Will Forte just sitting there going, I have <laughs> no much. idea. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, pretty so much. Everybody should watch it, and you'd probably see a lot of what I'm talking about because I was watching them, and I was cracking up laughing because it just. It was it was a perfect skit. So yeah, hilarious. Ziak. What was it? My name? Oh, okay. oh my god. Um. Uh, I had some, I guess. Feelings. I just, I don't think I feel good about this, and <laughs> mostly because it seems like an obvious marketing ploy and stunt by Disney. There's a, new, right? there's a new, there's a new, I guess not, like a new, they're expanding the universe for, uh, as far as the books go for um, uh, the new Disney canon Star Wars stuff. And there's a new, uh, uh, it's, I believe it's called The Princess and the Scoundrel. And it is the story of uh, Han and Leia's wedding and subsequent honeymoon. Um, and the troubles and tribulations they have with the remnants of the Empire while embarking upon such and my main issue with it is guess where they go on their honeymoon guys a little where? starship called the halcyon cruiser which if you may know as the star wars galactic cruiser in, in orlando florida is that piece of shit so yeah um i think they realize that they'd have to do everything in their power to get somebody to come actually come to this fucking hotel um because it costs 900 dollars for a night um Per person. Um, 
and I don't think anybody's going to go. And every single person that's done one of their previews has been thoroughly disappointed, apparently. Uh, and they're still supposed to open it in March. So, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to br drum up some business for what they think is now going to be a failing proposition by making it go, well, Han and Leia honeymoon there. Don't you want a honeymoon there? This sounds like fun. We can put Han and Leia on the ship. You're, you're joining them on their honeymoon. Like, whatever we can do to get you to show up to this fucking thing. Yeah, so I'm a little... Decrease I'm, the price by like $800? 75, 75% and I'll go. Um, but yeah, no, so uh, I'm a little... I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed in Disney. <laughs> to be fair, they did do the same thing with Galaxy's Edge. There was a comic release starring Han Solo when they were like to promote that... Uh, yeah, but Galaxy's adding... Edge is actually cool. <laughs> See, that one seemed like a, hey, the, we are, we built this cool thing. Let's attach it to Star Wars. This seems yeah. like Star Wars is a cool thing, and I don't think anybody trusts our hotel to be cool, so we're going to attach our hotel to Star Wars. They attached Star Wars to Batu to bring it into the universe. They're attaching the hotel to Star Wars to go, y it's cool, yeah, you... you, you you, you nerds should spend your money here. Because, I mean, it, it's from what we've seen of it, it does seem really overpriced for a pretty shitty experience. For three days. Two. Yeah. Really? Well, <laughs> two and a half. Well, you have That's to remember. That's so generous. You have embarkation and disembarkation. That takes time, just like on a real cruise. <laughs> so half of it you don't even get to enjoy. It hurts my soul. Anyway, and apparently you ride in uh, the backs of a you ride on the back of a box truck into uh, into Batu when you go, because that was the only way they could get the uh, theming right, so they could black out all the windows on the box truck on or you're in the box of the box truck, so they could block out all the windows and they could drive you over because they're like, well, if we put you on a bus, but also apparently some people do get buses because they don't have enough of the box trucks for everybody <laughs> to go over, so. $900 a night to ride in a bus that has a Sokotano on the side instead of actually being immersed in the experience the whole way. So what are you going to do? All right. Well, speaking of cruises, uh, there will not be a new 8-Bit Cat show next week because we, Zach and I, will be on a cruise in uh, Mexico. We're not paying for the internet package, so uh, we're, not doing, uh, we're not doing Zoom from Why Mexico. Not? Because on, we paid a, for a the alcohol package. Special. A cruise special. That would be the best. I'm not going to lie. It actually would be kind of fun. But, but it would only be fun if you guys were with us and you won't be with us. <laughs> I would be with you in spirit. We'll do one from Disney in July. Does that sound good? Also won't be if fun if want. Tom's not there. Tom can zoom in. It'll be quite yeah, funny because he'll be missing out. <laughs> we're not We're not always there. Y'all should at least record some of y'all's shit that happens while you're on the cruise. Throw it out as like a random little extra bit for people who are on the Patreon. That I can mean, be our bit. I'll do what I can, but we'll do some bits there. I'm planning on rereading uh, the rest of the Dune series while I'm on this boat. Um, I gotta figure out how to waterproof my book. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll be on a cruise. So we'll be back on. Uh... We could do March first. March first, yeah. Sunday. March, Sunday. first week of March. We'll be back on Sunday, we'll but we'll be, be back, back in vid with video. No, on Sunday. Sunday. I had to look Not at a Sunday. calendar. Sunday, oh. uh, eventually. In the meantime, okay. like and subscribe, um, and yeah, definitely support us on Patreon. We appreciate it. Uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram, 
And until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. And Zach, stop interrupting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>